When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, welcome to Micro. My name is Eden Hawkins and I'm filling in as a guest host for the Special Kids episode. Thought we give the grown-ups a break, so every story and poem you hear comes from a kid like me. We teamed up with author Hema Naruvaju and her daughter Mira to read submissions from kids all over the world. So many great stories and poems. We were blown away. It was really hard to choose, but we managed to pick five of them. But don't just take my word for it. Here's Mira to talk about how she and her mom made their choices. Thanks, Eden. Hi, this is Mira. My mom, Hema, and I had so much fun choosing these five pieces for a micro-podcast special kids episode. The first story we read was Implanted by Anya. I thought it was so cool that all of them had implants in their teeth. Yikes! I loved the cliffhanger at the end. The next story we read was Adventure to Space by Saket. I love the fact that it's such a nice, happy little story, and it made me smile. Alien Attack by Arsh has, of course, aliens and attacks, but you won't expect the ending. We also picked two poems for this episode. Rowan's poem, At the Rate We're Going, begins the way we all think our future will be, but it also comes with a surprising twist. The Future by Mia had very good descriptions. I hope our listeners enjoy this episode. Bye! Hello, I'm Ash Agrawal and I'm 10 years old. I've written a story titled as The Alien Attack. One foggy day, life changed for Earth. This is a story of an alien attack on Earth. It all started when aliens came to our planet looking for land. That is when war started. Every country on the land of Earth was involved in the war. Even the smallest start of all. Lockdown happened all around the world. Prime Ministers had meetings every now and then. Everyone except the people fighting were told to stay at home. 
A few months later, India, USA, UK, Germany and Russia were the only countries left fighting for the planet. The, these countries had become weak and could not hold the pressure anymore. Soon the day came when they had to surrender. Aliens celebrated and treated the human beings like a prisoner. And like nearly every science fiction story, this one has a hero too. This is not the usual type of hero. This one has is one of the aliens that was once fighting in the war. His name was Zen. He knew his name meant peaceful and calm in our language. So he tried to stop what was happening between Earth and the aliens. Zen could not sleep that night. He thought and thought about what he could do to stop and save our planet. Soon he got an idea. The next day, Zen woke up early and followed his plan. He took the key from the officer who was guarding the place where the humans were without him letting him know. While the guards were sleeping, Zen let every human free. He then told everyone to go in a safe place till he had returned and magically disappeared. Few moments later, he arrived with his magical wand, which looked like the Star Wars sword. He took everyone where the weapons were stored and did a magic trick. The trick changed the weapons into flowers. When the guards woke up, they were confused what was happening. Each human held a flower and gave it to the aliens as soon as they had finished thinking. This made the aliens realize what they had done and apologized for what they did. And ever since then, the aliens and the humans lived happily together on Earth and there were no more wars between each other. The end. Thank you. Hello, my name is Joran Miyashu. I'm 12 years old, and this is my poem, The Future. Tree stumps on a dead meadow, carcasses on an eerie beach, creeping piles of plastic fill houses. Trash lies on broken pavement, where gray cars jerk and stutter down the street. Not one person slumps against blurry black buildings, pumping smoke from worn-out chimneys. Fake words run from the past. Broken promises speak of a better place. Our lifeless, shattered world. Hello, my name is Anya, and I'm 11 years old, and this is my story, Implanted. Twelfth of February, 1935. My name is Archie Lewis, and I'm 12 years old. 
I have an identical twin brother named Derek, and I have a silly fear of the dentist, which apparently makes me a baby. In 2035, we have a pretty neat life. For instance, you can go to Mars, you can live underground and in the sky. But the best thing is having your own personal robot who'll do just about anything for you, like clean your room, do your chores, and even go to school for you if you're not feeling up to it. However, this perfect lifestyle is only for the rich, while the people who don't have as much money are being exploited. There's a rumour that the underprivileged are being sent off to Mars to work as slaves. While I'm not from a very rich family, my life was good until this day. Hi everyone, it's Miss Weaves here today. We have a very special announcement. We are having a surprise dental run. Some trained professionals are coming in to do a quick checkup on your teeth. Isn't that exciting? I want everyone out in the school hall quietly. Have fun. My heart froze. I was not ready for this. My stomach did a strange somersault. I looked over at my brother who was slowly getting up from his chair looking the least bothered. Derek, I hissed. What? He replied wearily. Can you pretend to be me for the dentist? He raised an eyebrow. What will I get in return? Anything, I said desperately. We were halfway down the hall now. Fine, give me all your money and I can have your allowance for two months, said Derek smugly. Deal. I fell back into the crowd of students praying that Derek would keep the deal. About three hours later, everyone went back to what they were doing like nothing had ever happened. Did you do it? I asked quickly. Yes, doofus, he replied. From then on, I noticed everyone acting weird for the rest of the day. Everyone was doing as they were told, and when they walked, it looked as if they were being controlled, especially in PE. Everybody started doing star jumps synchronously, and I was surprised but just followed along. While we were stretching, an unexplained thought came into my head. What if when everyone had the dentist checkup, they put some sort of implant in their teeth to make them almost robots and follow commands? Could this be how they're slaving people and taking them to Mars? Hello, said a deadly voice behind me. Why aren't you stretching like the other students? As I slowly turned, Miss Weaves had a malicious smile on her face. Grab him, she said. Hello, I'm Saket Patnaik. I'm 8 years old and this is my story, Adventure to Space. Once upon a time ago, a boy lived in Marsupia. His name was Marasek. He had a friend. His name was Marasek. Vara loved to invent things on his own. He invented a rocket one day. His plan was to go to the moon and find some moon rocks to bring back. He also wanted to make some photos of the moon. Next day, Vara called his friend Mara. He told him that he wanted to go exploring and travel in space. How we will be going, Mara said. Then Vara said, we will go by rocket. Wow, but where, Mara said. To the moon, Vara said. When we will go, Mara said. Today's Tuesday, so we will go on Thursday, Vara said. Then on Thursday, Vara and Mara met. They talked about things they did need. 
Wala said on that the need was ready, Nike, spacesuit, shoes, clothes, etc. and rocket. Then Mara said, we, are, we have to reach the spot where the rocket is by car. They went by car to the spot. In the evening, they retreated and looked around on arrangements. Then Wara showed inside the rocket to Mara. The rocket was ready to launch. Then 9876543210. The rocket launched. They were going to the moon. Soon after lift off, they retreated near the orbit of the moon. After some time, they landed. Wow, I'm walking to the moon, Mara said. Then Wara also began walking on the moon. He said, "Yes, Mara, we are walking on the moon." Wara said, "Now let us speak some moon rocks." Both started speaking some moon rocks. Then some minutes later, finally I have finished, Wara said. "I have also finished," Mara said. Now we must take some photos of the moon soil," Wara said. Mara also clicked some photos of the earth from the moon. Finally, I have finished, Mara said. I have also finished, Wara said. Let's go back to earth, Mara said. The adventure to the moon was complete, they said together. The rocket was again ready to launch. Then, 9, 3210 the rocket nodded they were going to the earth the rocket nodded on sunday 1 o'clock m they reached earth on monday 1 o'clock 3 minutes pm back on earth they went back to their homes and slept nicely wara woke up next morning when his dad knocked dad wara showed his father the moon rocks and pictures of the moon. Wow, my time, these are so good. What does that said and hugged him? Hello, my name is Rowan Simon. I'm 12 years old, and this is my poem, At the Rate We're Going. What does the future hold? Chub hacks and flying cars, holograms and clones, dreams as bright as twinkling stars. We will solve famine, demolish poverty, give everyone a rich life they richly deserve, instead of squatting on someone's property. Unlimited water, housed and made out of gold, everyone is rich and no longer controlled. Call down your army. No more war. That's the future. Aren't you excited? Wait, what do you mean you want encore? Fine, let me tell you some truth. The skies that used to be brimming with blue, pollution has filled them, they are gray and askew. Landfills are brimming with garbage, animals trapped in plastic, broken-winged birds and oil-slicked turtles. Isn't that fantastic? Every day will be a thrill, living off of leftovers for days on end, salvaging for any water you can get your hands on. More enemy, endless friend. Don't get sick. Low immunity, so stay okay. 
You may be living on your own, the next person miles away. You were lucky. Many of the people were driven insane, burdened by their guilt, becoming wild animals with nothing to gain. As day turns into night, you get ready to sleep, but keep one eye open, or you'll sow what you reap. The rich get it lucky. Houses made out of money. They didn't earn it rightfully, but don't blame someone who thinks their words are like honey. Are you ready to step into the future? Many are looked down upon, so cover your face. Avoid breathing the air, and never say a race. This is a war zone, hidden bombs and sharp ice. Careful where you step, or your foot you may splice. This is so fun, right? Plastic and garbage at your feet. Rats and bugs carry disease. No use being so neat. This is the future, with rations and pollution. Almost like we went back to the Middle Ages, not to the future. But it's fine, right? We did this to ourselves. We were too stubborn to find a solution. Good day and farewell. This is the last you'll ever see me. Here's some food and a thimble of water. Bad oxygen. Not a single tree. This is your future. I did my part. It's your turn to take the reins. Now go ahead and start. That's our show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and supporting young writers and poets. Michael is edited by Dylan Evers and produced and hosted by Drew Hawkins. Kirsten Renell does the interviews and Mamie Kaufman does the social media stuff. Our theme song is by Matt Ordez. You can find us on LitHub, our website at michaelpodcast.org, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and if you need subtitles, check out our YouTube page. Subscribe to the show and leave a review if you like what we do so more people can find us. And be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Podcast Micro. Thanks for listening.